good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, back in the book of Philippians again. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at, in the last chapter, Paul is writing about a couple of women in the church who are having a hard time with each other. Evidently, they have a conflict going, and you kind of get a feeling that not only is it heated between the two of them, Maybe it's even gotten into the church where it's well known. And, and you might think that, oh, these are just a couple of gossips or there are a couple of people that are difficult people. But we're going to learn from Paul. It's not the case at all. So let me just read this. Paul said, now I appeal to you, Odia and Syntyche, please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. And I ask you, my true partner, and that's probably he's probably talking to the pastor now, help these two women, for they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. Well, first of all, we learned that there was a time when they worked together because said they, they worked with me in evangelism or getting the good news out. I don't know if it means they helped Paul with the administrative part of it or if they actually helped him with the proclamation. I don't know. But there was a time when they worked with each other. And then there was a time when they worked with Paul and with each other. But something happened. And now there's a disagreement between the two of them. And the conflict not only is hurting them, it's impacting the church. Mary Alice, the thing that gets me here is the fact that they had been close together and that they had worked together and something went wrong. I think this is a real problem among workers, leaders, volunteers, staff, just anyone who is very much engaged in the work of the Lord, there's always this pressure that's on relationships. So what are some of the things that can create that pressure? Well, especially since they're such dedicated workers, I think a lot of times I think within Christianity, within the church, people become very opinionated about methodology or, you know, the, whatever it is, they feel so strongly about it that it seems to be justified in, in disrupting a relationship. So it could be that it's something important. It, you know, it might not just be somebody wore the dress that I already had, that kind of thing. Yeah, I get the feeling with these two women that it wasn't that kind of thing because these are great deep. These are great people, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and again, Paul, you know, he's very gentle here. And he, he, he didn't say, you know, uh, bring them up on church discipline. He, he asked right. the pastor to help them, you know, to solve this disagreement. And Paul had had a disagreement. I, you, just, you just went to where I was going to go because yeah. Paul, Paul knew what this was like. I mean, we're talking about Paul and Barnabas, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, Barnabas. Over John Mark. Yeah. yeah, Barnabas had made him feel welcome when nobody else would have anything to do with Paul. Barnabas welcomed him in the church, introduced him to everybody else. They took the first missionary journey. And it wasn't even a problem, as you were just saying. It wasn't even a problem specifically between the two of them. It was over Barnabas' nephew. And they both believed they were doing the godly thing. They, it, right. it was it was for doing it was over what they believed to be right. And they both had uh, grounds for what they believed was important. You know, I was thinking one of the things I think that we need to develop our skill in as Christians is sometimes is the ability to agree to disagree, mm -hmm. because we can't always bring other people around to our way of thinking, and that can't break our relationship. Well. It can. And the thing I'm, I'm thinking about here, too, and just thinking about experiences I've had with leaders uh, at New Spring and maybe even many more outside of New Spring, is that even the very best people still have feet of clay. Mm -hmm. And all of us have challenges and issues with our personalities. Um, 
I think it's critical for us to watch agitation mm. because agitation is really dangerous, you know. I think, I think it's so easy to become agitated by something other people say or do. I, you know, uh, I was just talk, teaching a group of pastors in Florida last week, and I was reminding them of, of John, Dr. John Gottman, who founded the Gottman Institute. And he came to fame because he could, produce, he could uh, predict with 93.9% certainty the couples who were going to make it and the couples who weren't going to make it. And this wasn't couple, these weren't couples who were having trouble. These were couples who were newlyweds. Mm. He could just listen to them mm. and hear them interact with each other. And he could predict which ones were going to make it, which ones wouldn't. And when you unpack the metrics by which he was measuring that, one of them was the way they talk to each other. Mm -hmm. and, and this is, I find this really interesting, and I really do want to get your take on this. Because he found that couples that were going to be successful, there would be positive comments, neutral comments, and negative comments. And that's, that's true in any relationship. Right. You know, they would say things that would be encouraging. They would say things that were just sort of neither bad nor good. And then they might say things that were hurtful. And he said, in a very healthy relationship, couples that are going to make it, they treat a neutral comment like a positive, mm -hmm. And they treat a negative comment like a neutral. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if they said a, a neutral statement, there would just be the feeling that there was some good intention associated with it. And then if they would say something bad, they would just assume maybe they're having a bad day and they would receive it like a neutral. On the other hand, couples that weren't going to make it, they would treat a positive comment like a neutral and a neutral comment like a negative. Mm -hmm. I just think this is critical for us to hear things in the best possible light because... Right, and I think it's important when you're the one that's speaking, you might think you're saying something neutral, yeah. but to be aware of, you need to know how that person is hearing it. Mm -hmm. And I just had a conversation this week with some young wives and mothers, and we were talking about that. We were talking about um, the atmosphere in a home and, and uh, the conversations between a wife and a husband and how important it is to guard that. Yeah. And because that, how we talk to one another sets the tone for our home and for our relationship and uh, you know even if we feel like we could justify something we said that we thought was neutral if it was received as negative then we need to hear that feedback and we need to reconsider what it is we're saying I think the critical thing here too is to recognize because I, I just I forgive me for breaking a sense and going back from it I get a feeling that something these ladies did agitate each other maybe one agitated the other maybe they both agitated each other and maybe they felt because of that that they weren't going to work together anymore. But it's critical for us to realize that when someone agitates us, we probably do things that agitate them. And just to have that, to have that soft, that soft touch. So um, again, just like you said, Meryl, it's great to remember. It's important how we what we say and how it's heard. And then it's also important to hear things, <laughs> to choose to hear things in the best possible light. Because if we don't we're going to wind up with relationship issues with some of the greatest people in the world. And the relationship are, are the relationships are so much more important than whatever the issue of the day is. Because you, know, you know, when I think about Euodia and Syntyche, I don't see anything that changed their theology. They still loved the Word of God. They still loved the Gospel. The problem was they just had a hard time loving each other. And something tells me Satan knew he could never, he could never attack them with what they believed to be true. He could never convince them the gospel wasn't true, but he might attack them in a 
relationship area. So it's just great admonition to me. And I want to I want to hear that and I want to think about that. Marilis, would you pray for us, please? Yes, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the admonition from your word. Thank you for uh, sharing with us that we're not unusual in that even in New Testament days, uh, people struggle with relationships. And right now, I know each and every one of us um, that are, are tuned in today, that are watching or listening, we all have struggles in different relationships. And I just pray that you would uh, help us to resolve these disagreements and help us to live harmoniously with one another, especially those in the faith. And just help us to be mindful of uh, what we say and how it's heard and and to be quick to listen in a positive light and I just pray that the Holy Spirit would guide us in that and I pray that you would keep the evil one away because we know he's behind all these disagreements and broken relationships and I just pray that you would defeat him in this way in our lives and for each and every family each and every individual watching or listening today i just pray that you would guide them through this day that the holy spirit would lead them i pray that your love would just surround them pray that you give them wisdom and comfort and um, provision whatever it is that they're facing today and we'll be careful to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise and we ask this in jesus name amen amen well mary else one more time tonight but by book, book is tonight book, and tonight. we're looking at the book of galatians there's a review of 2 Corinthians. Right. But if you remember uh, Spiritfield Family Living, you remember there was one scripture that I let off with every week. It's from the book of Galatians. Mm. So it's a tremendous book, very rich. So if you get a chance to be at uh, Book by Book tonight, Mary Austin and I, God willing, we'll see you this evening. I look forward to seeing you soon. God bless. God bless.